the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. Unless, of course, you were living in Chicago. 51 people shot in Chicago. 10 dead. Nine of those that were shot were kids under the age of 18. Of course, they make up a large percent of the perpetrators as well. But that's the Democrat ghetto utopia Chicago is and delivers. How many in Ukraine? Less than half? We don't have the stats? All right. All right. Less. And in particular, if you add up all the Democrat-run ghettos, also known as Democrat cities, around the sewers, and you look at the numbers of unemployed, drug addicts, welfare roaches, you see what the problem is. Democrats, all Democrats. And this is what we're up against. So this morning, when I got up this morning, I started to do a little workout. I turned on AM560, the answer, because it's the best show. Best shows. I don't care what hour. Best shows on radio. I hear one young Dan Proft yelling, yelling, screaming, because what he's trying to communicate is... How many times do you have to live in this in these conditions before you vote these idiots out? And I mean, they are absolute and total morons. And then when you see them on the national stage, Nancy Pelosi, I never really noticed the size of her hands. Her hands, they're not just man hands, they're plumber man hands. And it goes, when she's commenting on the economy, part of me really wants to listen. After all, her inside trading, her front running of policies has made her the most successful trader in Wall Street history, her and her scumbag husband, who I understand, Squirrel, he did another multi-million dollar option play, that drunken stumble bump. So she is on Face the Nation, which when she's on it, it's Deface the Nation. And she's got her big man hands and her multi-facelifts. By the way, you get one more, honey, you're going to have a cleft chin. Can't do anything about the, the hands, though, can you there, man hands? The fact is, is that uh, when I hear people talk about inflation, as I heard them there, we have to change that subject. Inflation is a global phenomenon. I think she tried. Do these people ever just go away? What are they all 170 years old? It's just pathetic. And then you realize exactly what the problem is. It doesn't matter what the people see before them. They are not detoured by the incompetence, by the elder corruption. They love it. This is what Democrats are. So when you see in the city of Chicago on a normally beautiful weekend, 51 shot, who gives a rip? Nobody. Nobody will say boo. Nobody will put two and two together. We are sending billions of dollars to a corrupt sewer that is supposedly in a war that had less shootings than a city, than a city in Chicago. It's astonishing and it explains why joe robinette biden the diaper wearing dimwit 
will will last as long as he wants to. So don't joke. It's not a joke when they say he's going to run again, because if he does, the imbeciles and the corrupt mafia that continue to vote Democrat, that have ruined these great cities throughout the country, they'll vote for this stupid son of a gun again. Book it, because it doesn't matter. None of it matters when it comes to who they're talking about. Tim Ryan in Ohio said he doesn't want you there. Warnock said wouldn't say. Do you think they're making a mistake? No, they're by 16 there. I've already gone in for you and a lot more asked. There's not a one! He didn't say an actual word in the English language. And the Democrats don't care. You know why today? He went before Union Strong Signs. And he represents the corruption in our country as he benefits the upper echelon of unions, which is La Cosa Nostra. And he sits up there and he says, the money is flowing. And that's what it's really all about. When you add in the state and federal governments in this country, we have already spent $9.4 trillion. $9.4 trillion. And that's their fiscal year. It's not the same as ours. Their fiscal year doesn't start till February. So you're talking a little more than six months. These idiots have spent $9.2 trillion. And inflation is a phenomenon. It's not a phenomenon. It's self-induced corruption. It's self-induced corruption. And that is what you have here. And those people who are Democrats yesterday were Democrats in 2020. They will be Democrats on this election. Book it and guarantee none of this matters to them. The failure, the old people, the inability to perform their job. Another 20 or so. I'm going to be doing it. Over a billion, 200, a trillion, 200 billion dollars. It's going to bring a billion, a trillion, 700 million dollars, billion dollars off the sidelines of investment. Now, in all seriousness, if Donald Trump did half of this, and Donald Trump has made mistakes in his speeches, if he did half of this, he couldn't get a thousand votes. Not a thousand votes, because what you have isn't an election of Republicans and Democrats. What you have here is the La Cosa Nostra Mafia who just needs fungible apparatchiks of the syndicate. And their names are fungible. Pelosi, Biden, Schumer, Lightfoot, Pritzker. None of it matters. Will you keep this welfare state rolling? Republican members of Congress and Republican governors are doing everything they can to deny this relief, even in their, to their own constituents. As soon as I announced my administration's plan on student debt, they started attacking it saying all kinds of things. Their outrage is wrong, and it's hypocritical. Now, what Joe Robinette Biden is going to stumble through a speech of is how taking the PPP loans is the equivalent of the deadbeat scum that don't want to pay for their tuition. The deadbeat Democrat scum who can only get their job because of their pretend diplomas, because the vast majority of them are good for absolutely nothing. Listen, as the vice president, Kamala Harris, tells college students in South Carolina, you don't have to graduate to take advantage of the administration's student loan handout program. We have announced that we will cancel $10,000 of federal student loan debt. This loan forgiveness does not just apply to graduates. You needn't have graduated to apply for the debt relief. So please help me get the word out. And those are Democrats. You want more something for nothing? then vote for these imbeciles, no matter how stupid they are, no matter how obviously corrupt they are, no matter how much the promises of ghetto building and failure exists, continue to vote. Because this is the true face of greed.
See, greed is not a man that wants to keep his own money. Greed is a Democrat. Greed is a Democrat roach who wants something for nothing. And to prove my point, here's a lovely homeless piece of dung at 350 pounds. So, hey, everybody. This is Samantha coming from Cleveland, Ohio today. I want to show you guys what this county shelter... Don't make a vlog. It's creepy. Norma Her feeds the homeless. What is a dinner in the life about a women's shelter at the county? This nasty shit. Now remember, I'm a diabetic. I have HS, hydronitis, and I'm, uh... You're 350 pounds of useless humanity sucking up air, aren't you, dollface? I'm PCOS. This is a nasty-ass, tasteless, dried-out food they should feed. So let, let me see if I can flip my cam. And by the way... Are you paying for the phone? Hey, fatso, I can't help but notice you got one of those new iPhones. Are you paying for it? Or is the welfare system, huh, Roach? Oh, my God, I can't. Well, this is the meal. It's chicken of some sort or... And chicken it, of some sort. It, and by the way, her boyfriend, that... 360-pound blob of uselessness. And when you think about not only are they eating for free and the welfare and the kick, they're all getting 1300 a month because of Joe Biden's inflation. Sorry. Uh, this is the food. It's, it's disgusting. It's disgusting. It's tasteless. And it's dry. And it's not good for you. But you're going to eat it anyway, aren't you, fat pig? Because you want something for nothing. And here's another little staggering statistic. Those of us who aren't in on this fraud, those of us decent Americans, the middle class is dying. 50% of all American workers made less than $3,133 a month under Joe Biden's inflation. Inflation is up compounded a total of 18.5%. More people with jobs are drowning and being forced to go on welfare and become roaches. And this is the plan. So when Nancy, I can't feel my face anymore, Pelosi, wants to tell you that inflation is a world phenomenon, it is because we are following the corruption and the failure of socialist policies. And that's why their big stars are socialists. But uh, uh, to play devil's advocate here, if I'm a, a swing voter out there, a young voter, a, a working class voter, I, and I hear your message, I think, but... You guys control everything. Democrats control the House and the Senate and the White House. And inflation is really high. And I'm having a tough time making ends meet. Why should I vote for you again? Well, we have half the votes, exactly half the votes in the Senate and a tiny majority uh, in the House. And I think it's important that when we talk about inflation, Republicans will say, well, this is Joe Biden's fault. Really? Our inflation rate is much too high. It is 8%. It is 10% in the UK, 10% throughout Europe, 7%. It's like being on the Irish. It's like being an Irish guy on the south side of the urinal. It's not as small as everyone else. Still small, though, isn't it? Short in the pants, Irish gangsters. In Canada, inflation is a global problem caused, A, by the breaking of supply chains because of the pandemic, by the war in Ukraine, and as I said, significant part of inflation has to do with corporate greed corporate greed the government spends 9.4 trillion dollars in a little over six months and corporations are greedy 
You can never feed this beast. Their failure is never enough to turn away their welfare roaches who complain about the free food, the free housing, the free health care. This is their wealth. They're not interested in being decent people. This isn't an election between Republicans and Democrats. This is an election between good and bad. And it's that simple. And I don't care if you know a lawyer or a doctor or an Indian chief. If they're a Democrat, they don't care about the corruption and the failure. So to think that there's going to be a scandal enough. The first chart here shows a bank record showing a $1 million wire transfer into the account of Hudson West 3 from CEFC Limited on November 2nd, 2017. The Senator Grassley and I have already established CEFC is effectively an arm of the communist Chinese regime. And they own your president and the Democrat roaches that support this diaper wearing dimwit don't care. They don't care. So if you think you're going to sway the votes because 51 people got shot, they don't give a rip. They're going to use that as an excuse for more money of their own communist party. That's all this is. The only difference between this and Xi Jinping is at least they're dressed better over there. These slobs. 312-642-5600. Make money, smoke cigars, and live free on The Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The answer. Now the scum, Democrat scum, like Anton Poe on the chat on Rumble. And if I see you, I'm going to split your head open. Take me to court. I always carried bail money, scumbag. They, they equate PPP loans with welfare, with these low-life scum who've never been in business don't understand because they are scum. They are the leeches on the ass of society. Is that you shut down businesses. Now, I own four. Anton, you piece of dung. I didn't take one. So if a relative of mine, through a partner, takes one because they have to pay rent and the landlord directs them to pay the rent, then that's a legitimate loan, you welfare scum. And by the way, I will be at 114 West Park Avenue to any piece of dung that wants to open his mouth to my face tomorrow at around 1030 in the morning. I'd love to have you stop over. Scum. So come on by. In the meantime, maybe you could justify how the government had the right to shut down any business in a virus that the government invested in. You don't want to know about that, though, Anton, huh? Because for the first time in your useless, pathetic, fat-ass wife-marrying life, you got to pretend to be normal. All of these scum got company when the rest of us had to sit home because Democrat demagogues shut down life. See, I moved, so I never had to shut down because I will always do better than you because I'm better than you. And that's what we're really deciding here. The Republican Party, even with its problems, is better than the Democrat welfare roach who always wants free health care, unions to negotiate contracts, free pensions. You want free housing because you're useless And your enemy is a society in which you have to do something to achieve because you don't want to. You're willing to sell your dignity. Just keep voting Democrat. And you turn your eye to whether it's Nancy Pelosi's 500 million. You don't care. You just want in on it. Right. So let's hear Joe Robinette Biden, the most corrupt piece of garbage 
this country has in it. But, they're, but you know, we're not letting them get away with it. Give me that guy's know, phone number and get his address. But just yesterday, state court and the Supreme Court said, no, we're on Biden's side. <laughs> I will never apologize for helping work in the middle class. Hey, stupid. Hey, stupid. These are laws. You're just a president. Don't you have to pass it? The fact is, is that uh, when I hear people talk. Wait, wait, where is it? Secondly, if you don't have one of those loans, you just get 10,000 written off. It's passed. I got it passed by a vote or two. You didn't get it passed. Hey, senile. Hey, dementia Joe. You didn't get anything passed by a vote or two. Your nooner vice president, she didn't get to rubber stamp your fascism. It never was brought up, you dummy. Among the many things that I like, I love Venn diagrams. You know, oh, the three God. circles. I love Venn diagrams. I just, like, just throw it into a Venn diagram. I'll yeah. tell you. Venn diagram circles, huh? Probably looks like balls, though. Uh, Tom Brookfield. Hey, Sean, what do you sound like when you're excited? I kind of sleep like this, brother. It's been a curse <laughs> since I was a kid. I only have one uh-huh. gear, one speed. It's how I do everything. Yeah. That's why when a welfare roach scum... Wants to take my money so he could sit on his ass and play games, or some fat pig complains about the free chicken? It fries me, brother. I got a couple things. I got an idea. I want to hear what you have to think about it. Um, I think what the uh, the, Demo- the Republicans should do in regards to mail-in voting and all of the other things that they push for, uh, I think the Republican leadership would should say, you know what? After thinking about it and looking at all of the evidence, the Democrats are right. There is no way that you could rig an election by doing what the Democrats want. So we're all in on it. And have whoever it is speaking smirk a little bit and say, you know what, we're going to use those same tactics that the Democrats use. It's interesting to overwhelm and implode, but here's they they don't give a rip about failure, brother. We're spending nine you know, we're spending a hundred and forty percent of GDP. And that's through cooked math. If you add in the states and federal and all of the corruption there and the phony bond raising and like these states like this Illinois with this fat pig Democrat and the fraud of taking the the welfare money and pretending it's some sort of income to the state so that it lowers rates and lying to the general people on a daily basis, you, you, you just have to cut away from them. You have to do what Texas wants to do. You have to secede because these roaches, they're like somebody in your family. I have I have a roach in my family. I have ants and her kids. They're roaches. You can't commingle with them. You have to cut them out of your life because you can't throw money down that black hole enough. That's what Democrats are. They're a black hole of desperate losers. That's all they are. Look at them. Can you imagine the audacity of complaining of free meals? And you know the biggest problem in this country among homeless people and welfare? They're overweight. She has diabetes because she ate herself into sickness, this fat pig. And she's complaining because the chicken is bland. Throw some salt on it, fatso. And that's why the Democrats run on, we're lowering costs for diabetes. Now, there are some people, I have a relative also was born with it. There are some people with real diabetes. Then there's the fat pig Democrats who eat themselves into it. Why don't you join a gym? Of course, we'll have to pay for that too, Tom, because they can't pay for anything. That's how they exist. Yeah, one more thought. Go ahead. Uh when the when the Senate becomes Republican, I think Mitch ought to say, you know what? We think that the uh, Democrats are right that the uh, 
that the filibuster is is racist, and we are going to push to eliminate the filibuster and see what the Democrats say. I like it. Or you could just separate and tell them all go bankrupt, live on your own failure. I like that one better. And here's the other thing: we got Joe Robinette Biden again with the PPP. You know how PP loan forgiveness was was calculated, and what the company generated in revenue. I bet you don't know that, huh? Democrats scum. Why don't you come over tomorrow? I'll explain it to you real up close and personal. Right until you learn it. He will never negotiate his constitutional rights with the government. Live free or die on The Sean Thompson Show. On AM 560. The answer. You know, aside from the finances of which the Democrat roaches cannot understand, and the only ones that make money are because of the political corruption, that's how they survive. You know, the ones that go to Tom's Steakhouse and swallow the stools with their ass. Those pretend contractors. How you doing? Those Guido Sarducci's. They're the only ones that could thrive in a Democrat world. There's also another benefit. Do you like the fascism? Do you like being told what to do in your own body? Put the experiment I don't care who created it. Do you think you'd do it for your kids? I turned down $10 million, squirrel. $10 million, that fat slob Pritzker. Write a check, I'll tear it up in your porky face. I wonder if there's moms that think the same. I know somebody who does think so. In fact, he's written an article, and he's my friend. So he comes on the show anytime he wants. His name is Steve Cortez. This is formerly his show. Hi, Steve. Hey, thank you for having me. This is 100% your show, and congratulations on the additional hour. You are doing great. I oh, get thank feedback you, all the time thank from you. Chicagoans about how much they love Sean Thompson. Thank show. you, brother. Well, listen, I like the fact that you're still in the game as much as ever, if not more. Yes. You're still writing articles. Yes. You're still out there. And more importantly, you're still a factor. And I just want you to be right. But I lose faith in humanity. You'll have to forgive me. I've been in the sewer, I know. Been in the sewer of Chicago for the last two and a half <laughs> weeks, driving around these morons with the masks on their face and the Prius, not knowing they could turn right on red, idiots. So in the meantime, right. you think there's an uptick with mothers that are subjected to what they're watching their kids go through? More than an uptick. I think there is a wave that is starting, okay? And I mean, listen, I think there was a wave anyway, okay? But that wave, maybe a smallish wave, okay, just turned into a tidal wave because of what the CDC just did. And you're never going to hear about this from corporate media because they don't want to talk about it. But the reality is the CDC, all right, stuck their finger right in the face of parents all over America, especially moms, by saying we are adding this experimental brand new, scientifically unnecessary COVID vax to the childhood immunization schedule. Now, that doesn't mean that the CDC itself can force it upon children, thankfully, but it does mean that feckless political leaders all over America, (laughs) including Governor J.B. Pritzker, are going to be able to use the CDC as cover, as the imprimatur to say, guess what? CDC says so. Your child has to get the injection from Pfizer or Moderna, or they literally cannot come to school. Now, Sean, we know, and I put this in my article at Real Clear Politics, we know that parents have overwhelmingly rejected, they have overwhelmingly opted out of the vaccine for, for young children, for babies. And believe it or not, you're eligible at six months to get this thing. I don't know what kind of a parent would ever give it to a, a baby in the crib. Well, but yeah, yes, uh, you very, do. very few are. Yes, you do. You're from well, here. Okay. The Oak Park mother, 340 pounds with the Irish shirt on, the sandals, no ta- toenail polish. She'll do whatever a Democrat scumbag tells her to do. Uh, She's a willing okay, but slave. But here's the good news. Nationally, according to Kaiser Family Foundation, all this is in my article, only 3% of babies and toddlers have gotten the vaccine. And even school-age children, then 5 to 11, only 30% have gotten it. Okay, So overwhelmingly, parents are saying, 
No thank you to Fauci, to the CDC, and to Big Pharma. And here's my point, and here's my message to Illinois, to my former home state that I still love and that I think can come back. The, the forced compulsory child COVID vax just got put on the ballot because, believe me, in the second term, J.B. Pritzker is going to do what the CDC says. He's going to do what Big Pharma says. And your child will not go to school. Your young child, your six-year-old child or grandchild will not be allowed to go to school in J.B. Pritzker's Illinois unless they get that injection in the arm. Well, first of all, let's play devil's advocate. Let me advocate a little bit for the people who have been mistreated their whole lives, who were forced to go to CPS and they're raised to be morons, willful slaves. Reality is this government has censored the true data. The true data of one in 5,000 with adverse effects. They're censoring the information of the, of the people who are affected. We're also one of only three countries that cannot sue Big Pharma, as other countries around the world are already making settlements for the Jimmy Leg, and you walk around with Bell's palsy, you look like a Chicago Democrat, Dr. Awardy. In the meantime, there are issues where they are unaware because their government is censoring the true information of an experiment that looks to be devastating failure in one in 5,000. And I'm not even talking about myocarditis, the kids that have, have dropped dead. Now, you know what the Surgeon General of Florida did. Not doing it in this state. Do not get it. Dr. Latipo, he is a hero. Yeah. He's an absolute hero. And thank God for Florida, for Governor DeSantis. I call him Governor Beast Mode. And thank God for, for Dr. Latipo, double doctorate from Harvard, by the way. Okay, MD and PhD from Harvard. Impeccable credentials, but more importantly, impeccable character and willing to tell the truth to America. He, he officially says you sh- that no child should be getting the vaccine. And he says absolutely no young men. Uh, from the age of 18 up because of the myocarditis risk. By the way, you mentioned foreign countries. You know, the fact that pharma, thankfully, can still be sued there. Yeah, the country I love of it. Denmark, okay? And, and Denmark is not exactly some backwater country, okay? Pretty advanced, pretty sophisticated country. Denmark has banned the vaccination yep. for young people. They literally will not give it to them. Why? Because, number one, the virus is not a threat to them. Number two, the adverse effect risks far outweigh any potential benefit. Therefore, it is not just wrong. It's actually evil to give the vax to children. Now, again, if some parents in America want to choose that, Sean, so be it. I obviously disagree with it. But here's the point. When you compel them to do it, when it is coerced, when you say Johnny can't go to school or Sally can't play sports unless she gets big Pfizer's and big Pharma's injection, that is when we we get into the land of actual evil, malicious damage. To well, this people. is who you're and dealing. What I'm trying to tell Illinois is it's on the ballot. The CDC they didn't know they were doing this. They just put it on the ballot. And what I think they just did, Sean, is they activated a whole lot of moms who may not agree with Sean Thompson or Steve Cortez on a whole lot. Okay, wouldn't call themselves right wing or wouldn't call themselves populist nationalists or you know any of these labels. Don't necessarily agree with me on a lot of economic stuff. Maybe don't agree on on life issues. But when it comes to forcing their children to get this injection, right, I think they're going to step up and say, you know what, JB, this is where I draw the line and this is where we're going. Well, you know, I think you're you're the you're the most handsome guy on talk radio and you've got a lot of attributes and I love you to death. And I I I even tolerate the fact you don't wear socks. However, what I will say (laughs) is that you're you're taking into it. You're taking your dignity and your character and you're giving it to people who love the fact that these slobs like Pritzker, these corrupt morons like Cuomo, these imbeciles like the diaper wearing Biden were able to use and misuse their government fascism. They love it. It's the only way their policies can ever work. They cannot exist without fascism, which is why every single policy the Democrat has 
is rooted in force. Look, you're, so when you're, you're thinking right they're going to reject it, I'm thinking they're yeah. going to say, get in line, little Sally. He's probably talking to a <laughs> boy. Get in line, Sally, well, and take the Sean, shot. If, if that were the case, why didn't they already get it? I guess I'll give you two responses to that. You know, why didn't they already get it? Why only 3% of babies and toddlers, which might as well be zero, right? Let's face it. Um, and number one. But number two, and I think this is important, and I put this polling also in my article. According to, to, I think, pretty good polling among independents right now today, approval of the CDC. And the CDC, remember, used to have an absolutely gold-plated reputation in, in America, okay? According to polling right now among independents, only 37% approve of the CDC. Two years ago at the beginning of the pandemic, 79% did. It has literally been chopped in half in two years because of the corruption, uh, because of the absolute compromised nature of the CDC, the lack of any scientific river, it being completely politicized and controlled by narrative. And because any free thinking person, and again, there's a certain percentage that isn't free thinking, but any free thinking person takes a look at Fauci and they don't have to be a right winger to say, this guy is a megalomaniac in love with himself, in love with the camera lens, uh, who clearly is doing the bidding of Big Pharma, who is a useful stooge for Big Pharma. I think also, I haven't seen polling, unfortunately. I'd love to get good polling on Big Pharma. Yeah. But I think approval of Big Pharma is probably down there with, uh, you know, with criminals in the street, right? JB, and by the way, they are criminals. A lot J- of them belong in cops. J.B. Pritzker was broker of the year in Florida. I hear he was broker of the year in Tennessee. I'm curious, That's do you right. think he'll be broker of the year uh, 2023? Or you think this fat, useless slob will be thrown out on his cellulite-infested ass? Listen, as you know, it's not easy to beat an incumbent, particularly one who has hundreds of millions of dollars of his inherited trust fund fortune. Good old Grandpa Abe. Yeah. Yeah. Having said that, listen, I think we're going to at least give him a scare, if not win. Uh, and I am predicting a win. I mean, look, I, and I've huh? campaigned hard there. I mean, I've come back a lot to Illinois. I believe in Darren Bailey. I'm very glad that he put out a strong message immediately saying, I don't care what the CDC says. I'm going to protect the parents and children of Illinois. To be quite honest, Sean, before this, I probably would have said, mm, it's going to be tough. This issue, I believe, is going to move the needle. It's going to move the needle with a lot of those moms who we've had a really hard time reaching. A lot of women are going to say, this is a step too far. J.B. Pritzker is not the king of my life. I am not a supplicant to Pfizer or Moderna. This shot's not going in my kids' arms, and this is where I try. Well, I hope you're right. I still got to get out of two properties. Steve Cortez, I love what you do. Keep it up, and for God's sakes, put on a pair of socks. (laughs) Thank you, Sean. We'll We'll be back with your calls and comments after this. I was listening to the Sean Thompson show. I am saddened that this guy supposedly represents us. I mean, I am appalled. He's just disgusting. Sexist pig. And an absolute disgrace. Thank you. This is why... It should have been resisted by the federal government to shut down the economy. None of this would have happened across the country. It would have only happened in the Democrat scum states where the Democrats rule, like Illinois, New York, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, California. Pick one. They're all the same. They're all in the same soup because they're corrupt, incompetent frauds. That's what they are. And the funny thing is they use uh, an opportunity like shutting down the government and PPP loans to justify their incompetence and their corruption. So I want you to hear this. Americans as they recover from the pandemic, especially not to the same Republicans who voted for a $2 trillion tax cut. 
that mainly benefited the wealthy Americans and the biggest corporations. Because they work. Hey, you in the diaper. You see, businesses, we're going to have to do an Econ 101, little summary for these scum. Businesses generate actual private sector velocity of money. That money is not government, which is taxation. When the government spends money, it's taxation. So when a business employs three people and pays rent, it does more for society than 30 of you Democrats, you Democrat roaches. And now if I add in the real scumbags, the real morphodites, the upper echelon of the municipal unions who spend their day in Buick Roadmasters eating crane puffs, deciding how to avoid work as they pretend that they're arranging work for the workers. What do you think one of you scumbags cost? Just one. Not to mention if you go on those municipal magical pensions, that aren't really pensions. They're an agreement to pay you for your years of loyalty to La Cosa Nostra. You're Democrat scum. Tom in Blue Island. Hey, buddy, dittos. Uh, worked all weekend. Got a call from a really good-looking lady that I've done work for for several years. Went to her house. Yeah. Saw she had the J.B. Pritzker sign. Told her uh, I can't help her until she gets that sign out of her front yard. Love it. That's how it should be. Now get a Democrat scumbag to fix your roof. I love that. That's exactly how it should be. Disconnect from them and watch them wallow and watch their greed. All right. Bye. Bye. My chicken was tasteless. You fat pig. Glenn Oakbrook. Yeah, Sean, listen, regarding the CDC rules or guidelines or whatever they're calling it, let's have all the CDC employees get their kids vaccinated according to the guidelines first. And let's see how they like it. I wouldn't wish that on their kids. That's what they are. I wouldn't wish that on their kids. You know how bad it must be to be born to a couple of Democrats? You know what a what a useless life you have? That's probably why you have this murder and mayhem and drug addiction and just, just suicide rate. Could you imagine being married to Democrat, being having Democrats as your parents? Thank God, Glenn. Go home and call your mom and dad. Tell them you love them to death that you didn't raise you to be a welfare roach. Don in Bloomingdale. Hey, Sean, I've been inundated all day with online surveys uh, for Illinois, uh, most of them revolving around the uh, the amendment to the Constitution. So I've had a little fun with them, and I'm answering as, as a conservative. And then when it says uh, identify your p- political party, and uh, I say independent, and then it says what's your race, and I say Hispanic or black, and then I say my age is uh, mid-30s. I want to scare Go the Go with daylight. indigenous, man. You got to start everyone. We all got to be indigenous. That that gets you high. You say you, your your pappy and your mammy said you have high cheekbones. You'll That's become right. a senator, man. You're in there. You really you look like the Dutch boy. Doesn't matter. Pappy says you got high cheekbones like Chuck Connors. Come on, Don. You got to learn how to get yeah. something for nothing like the rest of these Dem- Democrat roaches. Do you know it's funny? Uh, FEMA because I was I live in uh, in Naples. Apparently, a friend of mine sent me a thing. He's like, you know, you you had the move. They're going to compensate you. I don't want your fracking money. I don't. I wouldn't take their money. I wouldn't take $10 million for the vaccine. Not $10 million. I wouldn't take anything from these fascist pigs. And the idea, they act like they're doing you a favor. And this is where my friend calls me. They're giving you your money back. I don't, I don't care. You extorted me with your rules of fascism. That's all they have. $9.4 trillion. And the only ones that don't mind it are the ones that get something for nothing. The college deadbeat scum. The people who who derive their phony income, like those fat asses at Tom's Steakhouse, those phony contractors. 
Not to mention all the other scumbags who tell you how great they are because they work for the government. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. I call propertyism what is referred to as capitalism. It's almost as if the people of the country no longer want laissez-faire capitalism. They no longer want or desire a private economy. They're willing to bend knee to this idea. Government can imitate the velocity of a private economy. They cannot. They can just backdoor socialist and destroy your nation. That's what we're experiencing. My next guest, I have enjoyed his writings for years. His name is John Tamney. He's got a new book out, The Money Confusion, How Illiteracy About Currencies and Inflation Sets the Stage for a Crypto Revolution. Among other things, he's the vice president of FreedomWorks and the director of the Economic uh, Freedom Center. Thank you so much, John, for joining me. How are you? Hey, I'm great. Thanks so much for having me on. I've always enjoyed your perspective because you are one of those people who, who, who brings me back to that memory of the Chicago 8, of the laissez-faire capitalist, of the people who advocate for property rights versus this contorted bastardization of an American economy where we are bending knee to the most corrupt people in our society called government. And uh, it's something that needs to happen because there's fewer and fewer of us. And I throw myself in that ring. Yeah, you know, it's so true. I think, uh, among other things, what people have forgotten in this is that Americans earn dollars and never forget that it's just accepted wisdom among pundits and economists on both sides that, oh, yeah, you know, 2%, 3% inflation every year is a good thing. And they say, and so what, what they're really saying is that we want to devalue the fruits of your work effort on a yearly basis. And there's not even, there's not even debate about it. And so and I wrote the book. Reminding it, people of that. It's through the bastardization of the principles of money that we have allowed these corrupt people in our society to mindlessly bankrupt the concept of what should be a, a valuable currency with with trust and stability and integrity. Instead, when we talk about this argument of the dollar, I'm advocating for the collapse because it has already been bastardized and we are bankrupt whether they want to admit it or not. I looked this morning before this afternoon before I started my show. Governments, state, local, and federal have spent nine point four trillion dollars. It's it's preposterous, John. Preposterous. Yeah, and it's not, it can't be forgotten that every dollar that the government takes in and spends is an extra dollar of control that, that Nancy Pelosi and Mitch McConnell, a name pick your poison, has over the economy. And so on its own, that's problematic. And so they take it through spending, but they also take it through the devaluation of what we earn. Uh, you know, no one earns dollars. They earn what dollars can be exchanged for. So we go to work every day, and there's a concerted effort among politicians to shrink the value of what we get from what, from our work. And it's, it's a thank you for being willing to discuss it because it's not discussed enough. And then what happens is the dollar becomes weaponized. And our foreign policy becomes part of an apparatchik that should be abandoned, and that is the corruption of our currency. So now we have troops scattered all over this nation, all over the world, 
to protect, really, not the story of freedom and liberty and the nonsense that they want you to believe. We're going to bring you to the idea of peace by killing you, but to protect the, the dollar, the world currency that got there based on an agreement that shortly thereafter our politicians broke. Yeah, I mean, it just you can't be forgotten that if you look throughout world history, as long as governments been in, have been involved with money, uh, they've devalued it. And we have to remember that, that money wasn't some creation of government. Money was just a creation of producers. Producers need an agreement among val- about values that they can exchange with each other so they don't have to be reduced to barter. And so government's gotten involved with money, and invariably they at times want to basically lay their debt off at the doorstep of the people. And so they devalue it. And so the people pay for it because their savings are worth less and their investments are worth less. And government has just shrunk in its debt in the process. And so I'm not saying that debt causes inflation, but sometimes governments use it. And so we need to look for a way out. And I think capitalism is going to show us a way out back to the private money that long prevailed as a way of getting around government mistakes like this. God, I hope you're right, because you have to remember I'm from the sewer of Chicago. And one thing I learned about the, the backdoor fascists who pretend to be Democrats is that failure is their greatest weapon. It is their greatest friend. It is truly their goal, because as things fail, people become demoralized and they are easily persuaded into becoming willful slaves. And I've seen it happen to a once great city, a once great county, and now the entire state. And it happens like that throughout these areas. So I think this is intentional. This is an intentional bankruptcy. This is intentionally breaking the back of the dollar so you could backdoor nationalize. And I think they got a lot of help. And I, I and I and this is where I, I detach from a lot of the Trump supporters. The idea that he was on their side as they shut down society, they shut down the velocity of money, tried to imitate it. And now it's being used as a weapon by dimwits and diapers from Joe Biden to some moron on my chat line that, uh, oh, the PPP is 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 the equivalent of welfare without understanding. All you're really doing is convoluting the argument so that you can subvert the principle of propertyism. Yeah, look, the only my quibble with that is I would say don't be so don't be so pessimistic. And, and you may disagree. No, with me, I love that. I want you to I, tell I would me always that. Say never, 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 never bet against the American people. American people are remarkably innovative. Uh, look at what we produce. It is what the whole world wants, which is quite something. And I think the very capitalist system that has quite literally put supercomputers in our pockets for next to nothing yeah. is going to create private money that will outrun the historical effort of governments to devalue it. I think from this, from what you describe, this corruption whereby they, they shrink the value of money, you're going to see private issuers essentially produce around their backs. Uh, something that I love we can this. trust and we start earning. And, and, and so I think in your lifetime and mine, you sound reasonably young, so do I. We are going to see good money circulating where we go into stores and say, do you take Amazon dollars? Do you take Target dollars? Do you take Walmart dollars? We'll go around them. And with that, once we get money back to where it is, we're going to see enormous economic progress that's going to make the present look basically India primitive by comparison. I love that. And I want you to be right. I was a big advocate for Bitcoin. I love the idea of Ethereum. I like the idea of an alternative currency. It's crucially important because of the bastardization of the dollar, the corruption and the manipulation of how you keep it. And now the the guarantee by the government that they will not only use their new, as I call them, the, the fourth right Gestapo of the IRS agents to comb over tax returns we already filed, but they're going to use their corrupt regulation system to destroy the integrity 
and the and the freedom of the of the of the current uh, cyber currencies of the current Bitcoin. I think they're obviously attacking that with the SEC. They've they just can't figure out how to, but they're going to definitely take on crypto. Oh, they, there's no doubt they want to slow things down because what they can slow down, they can control. But let's never forget that capitalism keeps getting faster and government's still stuck with some of the systems and programs and equipment that it used long ago. I mean, think about this. In 2015, the U.S. Senate finally stopped purchasing BlackBerry, RIM BlackBerry smartphones. Now, think about that. Private buyers had stopped buying them years and years before, and it's just a reminder of how backwards-looking government is. And precisely because it is, government can't see the future. It can't see what capitalists are looking to do to make our lives better. And as a consequence, it's not going to see how eventually we're, we, capitalism will create money that will work its way around this. And so it's easy to get caught up. I mean, look at the lockdowns two years ago. There's so much to be pessimistic about. But yeah, boy, I, I'm still want, aggravated, you don't want John. Don't that against us. I'm still aggravated, but I'm also, for me, it was a benefit. I, I finally uh, moved to Florida, and everyone understood why. You saw the difference when you did move to these states that embraced the idea of Americanism. The problem is, so many of my fellow Illinoisans couldn't, for one reason of an, or another, and they just think it's normal now to to be beholding to politicians that have already done the unimaginable by bankrupting the U.S. Dollar and bankruptcy, bankrupting America. And ultimately, isn't that what we really are when you cannot stay afloat unless every 45 days you you click more money? I mean, aren't we technically bankrupt at this stage of the game? Um, I don't think so. That's where I'm optimistic, too. Uh, look, the whole world lines up to buy our debt. Trust me, I'm not saying that's a good thing. Yeah. But the only reason the U.S. has this much debt, and it still bothers me to no end, is that the whole world thinks that our people are the most productive people in the world, and they trust us to pay pay that debt off. Again, I don't like it. I think government should be very limited, and we've sadly gotten gotten away from that. But boy, the whole world admires us. And you go anywhere in the world, you go to China, and everywhere you look is a McDonald's, a Nike store, an Apple store, um, a Burger King, a Dairy Queen, a Carl's Jr. The whole world is in love with what we've got, and the whole world wants to live here. And that's a pretty cool thing. Anyone else in the world would give anything to be where we are. I love that. think about that. You moved to Florida. Hmm. Americans are free to move within 50 states. There are no barriers to it. Name any other part of the world where you have such freedom in such a large zone of just of, of economic prosperity. I mean, you we've don't. got a lot to be thrilled about. You know? Yeah, not one with shoes, that's for sure. Um, I'm going <laughs> to ask. I'm going to ask you a question. I always ask people who I know are smarter than me. You have to remember, I learned about capitalism not in college. I became a runner at 18 at the Mercantile Exchange. That's how I uh, learned about capitalism, and I wanted to make money, right? So that's I had a guy give me a book about capitalism, and it forever changed my life. Reminiscence of a Stock Operator about Jesse Livermore. And you realize, too, that what happens during this time, if you're going to make money, if you want to be prosperous, you have to value your costs. You have to mitigate your debt. You have to manage everything. How in the world did we get to a place where when the interest rates are zero, my government can pass a bill that spends $4 trillion, right? And so $4 trillion printed up when the interest rate is zero. Now, because of their own failure, they massively increase it. That debt is not fixed. That is forever 
a con job to the American citizen, the bricklayer, the the girl who works at Walgreens, the person who's going to always have to pay that fee, whether they call it a tax or they call it inflation, that's the reality of it. How is it that none of our debt is fixed? It's been driving me crazy forever. How do you have a flowing debt instead of a fixed debt at the time the bills are passed? Well, you do simply because, and this is bullish, I think, too, government can't control the cost of credit. Ultimately, markets speak their piece, and they will lend to you at the rate that they trust you. In the 1970s, uh, the investors didn't trust us at all. We were were paying about 12% for debt. Nowadays, it's a lot lower. The Fed can decree all sorts of rates. But markets speak reality. In Silicon Valley, credit's so expensive even now that you have to give up a big portion of your business to even get any money. There's no debt finance out there. In Hollywood, you can be the best movie producer in the industry, and you'll still get turned down the vast majority of the time. In the real world, in the capitalist world, look at the world you were in. The best traders on the floor where you were were wrong 49% of the yeah. time. That was if you were awesome at it. And the bars so, thrived, yes. Yeah, yeah, and so and so don't tell me about zero. That's for losers. There's no such thing as 0% credit in the real world. Yeah. In the real world, it's very costly. And again, that's my source of optimism. If the government could actually set the cost of credit, the U.S. would look like the Soviet Union, when in fact it's the richest country in the world and people are dying. They're risking their lives to this day to get here. You said something I found very interesting in the beginning. Most people don't understand a stock is basically a currency of their company. That's all it is. And the value yep. fluctuates with the numbers the company does. It is, it is possible for companies such as Amazon, such as uh, Tesla, to have a Musk dollar and a Bezos peso. It is possible, is it not? It's very possible. And don't you think, look, Elon yeah. Musk isn't buying Twitter to give me free speech. <laughs> trust me. He's doing it because he has an expansive vision of how to basically internationalize finance on a virtual site. If you don't think of uh, my, awesome. my guess, it's in my new book. I, I make the argument that he is buying Twitter because he sees a, he sees a private currency opportunity that could go global very quickly. That's what it's about for all the things that you say, would you rather earn Amazon dollars or would you rather reserve, earn a federal reserve note? Look, governments have been devaluing forever. Amazon, if it devalues on you, you quit it and go to, go to the Musk dollar. And so I think yeah. this is what I mean by this. As soon as private issuers get in the game, it's over with for the government. Either it can issue a stable currency or it, it, it can see the dollar seize circulation. I love it, John. I love it. it it'll, it'll definitely shut people up. And that's kind of what the capitalists need. They need a union, for lack of a better word, but they need a way to to deal with each other and let the frauds deal with themselves. I love it, John Tamney, and I can't wait to read your new book, The Money Confusion, How Illiteracy About Currencies and Inflation Sets the Stage for a Crypto Revolution. I want you to be right, brother, and I look forward to meeting you in person. Thank you. Likewise. We'll be back with your calls and comments after this. This is The Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The answer. The innovation to survive is definitely among the private sector. The government doesn't have any innovation. All it's doing now is buying votes in the old Chicago way. Only back then, they would just buy a $5 bottle of Ripple for some bum, drag him in the voting booth, and have him just pull for Democrats. Now they do it a little differently. Although it's the same premise, the numbers are just bigger. And that's how you get to this point. Asking oil companies to further lower. Wait, wait, play the wrong one. 
I have not made that formal decision, but it's my intention. My intention to run again. Are you kidding me? And only a Democrat would say, yeah, go ahead. You're already an embarrassment. You're already a failure. You're already a fraud. But now you're going to run again. Uh, Okay, why, why would you run again? By bringing down the cost of everyday things they have to work their families through. It's not just food and energy, which is critical. We brought down the cost of energy. You brought down the cost of energy. See, this is this is how Democrats think. You fail so much, you improve a little bit. That's a success. And, you know, you think about the areas that are Democrat. 51 shot, 10 dead. That's an improvement from two years ago. Just listen to Lori Lightfoot. Same thing. Same scam. Same inflation. Rich, Indian Head Park. Hey, Sean, how are you doing tonight? How was your weekend? Splendid. It was wonderful. Although, i got to tell you, I, it's because I, I will only stay around people like me. I don't go around Democrat scum. I avoid them, but I know where they are. They're the ones in the Prius that won't turn right, the stupid son of a... Go ahead. I'm sure you do. Uh, a couple of statements that uh, one that Pelosi made and one that Biden made. Pelosi said that the uh, fight is not about inflation. It's about the cost of living. Well, if inflation is high, the cost of living is going to be high. What kind of statement is that? You have to remember the amount of people we have the welfare roach who tells people for the last four months they've gotten 1300 emergency spending, $1,300 a month for everything that they need. This is how you buy complacency. If you're on government sustenance, if you're like that homeless fat tabagoo that doesn't like her dried out chicken, you think she cares what yeah. you pay? Inflation only affects you. It doesn't affect her. In fact, she gets right. to go. She's on an iPhone that you pay for, taping herself as if she has a point. I mean, it's staggering. So, hey, everybody. This is Samantha coming from Cleveland, Ohio Day. I want to show you guys what this county shelter. Don't make a vlog. It's creepy. Norma Her feeds the homeless. What is a dinner in the life about a women's shelter at the county? This nasty Now, remember, I'm a doctor. Can you imagine? Think back to your mother. Can you imagine your mother complaining? First of all, telling you to go eat at the shelter. I don't care how poor you were. My grandmother would have made soup out of socks if she had to. Let alone, you're going to go there, you're going to go to the shelter, 350 pounds of fat, stupid, lazy Democrat. And you're going to complain that the chicken is dry? Uh, I got one on Biden, too. Of course. That one on Biden, too. Biden said that that they criticized his... uh, you know, his policies, and uh, look what he's done. And, uh, they you know, don't how he's improved it, the country. He improved I mean, the that welfare doesn't make any sense. No, it does. Yeah. He's not talking to you, brother. Yeah, I know. He's talking to the her. Yeah, I know. He's talking to that 350-pound lump of goo to get off her fat ass yeah, for right. six minutes and go do something with her life. 312-642-5600. Broadcasting from the Petri dish of corruption known as the state of Illinois. In the upper Midwest, the nation, and around the world. This is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. I'm sorry, I can't get enough of this slob. I have HS, hydronitis, and I'm, uh... What the hell is hydronitis? I got a doctor on the line. What the hell is hydronitis? It's got to be some fat slob disease. Hydronitis, Dr. Joe, is that a love handle of your neck? What the hell is hydronitis? 
No, it's under the uh, axilla when uh, there is a lot of swelling and maybe some pus there. It's called hydroadenitis. Wow. Well, I think maybe that's what she's calling her face. You got to see this 400-pound slob complain about dry chicken <laughs> she didn't pay for. Go ahead, Dr. Joe. Okay. Uh, I was uh, I was saying that when I was growing up, they taught us, uh, you know, to believe in the country, in the religion, whatever the religion is, and uh, the uh, family. So what does the, do we have to choose from now if you are a voting Democrat? There is no border, so there is no country. And then they are gods, so there is no other god. Unless they are trying to teach, to tell you that uh, Christ was the first communist or they are. in Christ. They, are, they do say that. They do run on that. Yeah, that's correct. And the family. Look how they try to destroy it with the small kids and then how to teach people not to work. You know, they give them some money, but that money is not enough for somebody to uh, make a family. You know, Dr. So, Joe, I have the, I have an article. I have an article. Yeah. The 50 percent of Americans are not on welfare. Right. It's a little it's a little yeah. less. It's a little less. And that 50 percent makes less than three thousand one hundred dollars a month. These are the people of character and dignity. They're paying people to vote Democrat. They're called welfare recipients. Mm -hmm. Upwards, if you're married, upwards of benefits worth 64000 a year. So they've enticed people yeah. to buy the corruption and vote Democrat. And that's, that's how you turn everything into a ghetto. And then you look at how these Democrats live. I'm dead serious about this. This homeless 400-pound slob is literally mad as she talks on a free phone about a free meal she got. And it reminds me of what you see in Chicago. And it's the only explanation for the Democrats such as Pritzker, such as Joe Biden, such as pick a name. It's who's going to give them something for nothing, who's going to give them better and more. And that's when you realize the society has decided to eat its own and destroy some of the freedoms of the good people in the name of the slobs. And they're called Democrats. So this election, I agree with Joe Biden. This is the most important election in American history because you're going to decide, are we going to be Soviets or are we going to be Americans? So, Dr. Joe, for you and your grandkids and for everything you did with your life, I hope to God they vote the right way, brother. Thank you for calling. You know, I love you. you. Thank you. Now, I'm going to say something before I take my next call. Me too. Dave in Barrington. Sean, no kidding. After you said that about the Prius, there's a blue Prius that was in front of me with an <laughs> Obama sticker. Yeah. Sitting at a red light with no traffic, with the <laughs> right-hand turn signal, it didn't turn. Yeah, and there's a Pritzker voter. You could spot him at a red light. Go ahead. What were you going to originally uh, say that I'm, I agree with? Well, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling pretty ill. I've got to see a doctor. After all these ads, we've got 15 more days of these ads. The Democrats oh, God. have only one thing in common. Yeah. It's throughout the whole thing. That's if every brain-dead Illinoisan thinks that abortion rights are the main thing that's on their minds. I yeah. don't get it. They're running on killing your kid and sitting on your fat ass getting money for nothing. Ta-da! It's the it's Democrat code. platform. It's code word. Yeah. It's code word for cheese. Yeah, of course it is. Thank you, David. Barrington. Chris in Blue Island's got an argument. So, 
I have a, um, you know, I drive uh, the Prius 214,000 miles. I'm pretty reckless with it. I, uh, I'm definitely not an Obama, uh, you know, uh, slash I say Prius, and, but- and I say this to you as a guy who has, up until very recently, only bought Toyota products. I'm not kidding you. I'm on my fifth Avalon here in Illinois. I won't buy anything, but they're the best cars ever made, mainly because there's not a union drunken stumble bum that comes there with a wrench. That's why they're good. Good good point, Sean. And that's why uh, another thing is, how come American car companies can't figure out how to get their uh, cars from getting carjacked? Because they're not. Hey. First of all, they're not car- They're not companies. They're quasi-government production agencies. They cannot exist without government cheese and government welfare. And that's why the they UAW... The Ford family doesn't own Ford anymore and haven't for decades. That's the UAW. UAW owns GM. UAW owns that junk Chrysler. That's the problem with it. So we keep hey, pretending so they're companies. The, they're not. The car choice. How about the, what do you think of the Arturo Fuentes? Arturo Fuentes is a great cigar, and right now they have a Sun Grown that is phenomenal. If you're going to go Arturo Fuente, look at the Sun Grown. It's fantastic. Come over tomorrow. If that like idiot shows up, I may stick one in his ear. You could pull it out for free. Thank you very much. Uh, Kevin, Austin, Texas. Sean, if the uh, if the election was. Uh wasn't able to be won, there would be no use for the propaganda by Pritzker and the rest of them. They're spending millions and millions of dollars because they're afraid. I really believe that if there's any time, it's now for, what was it, Underwood just flipped on uh, Real Clear Politics from lean Democrat to neutral. Oh, really? Awesome. The child who didn't have an Illinois license, the phony fraud nurse who never wore a coat except for her commercial when she ran for congressman, the clueless child who has successfully. Yeah. Yeah. Well, here's it. So I want you to be right. Now I talk. I I, I know. So I'm encouraging people to go out and continue. Talk to one or two neighbor, anything like that. Yeah. Did you you see when they hired that serial killer? The serial killer, he came on as an abortion doctor. He's bald, little sweet, little sugar in the tank. Talks about how terrible it would be if he had to stop killing babies. That's going to win a lot of that suburban mom vote. I hope you're right, brother. But another thing is the reason they might be spending the commercials is to justify how the fix is already in, like the sting. Well, that's, that's how they're paying them off. Right? Yeah, that's I mean, come on. You're talking about Chicago, their money. Illinois, Crook County, DuPage now. Right. This is where the corruption thrives. Do you ever see these squeeze? See, you've been out of here a long time. When's the last time you were here? I have seen it. When's the last time you were here? I was actually up there. I was just up there uh, a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, because I I I called in. I I looked next to me. Now, I see a Buick LaCrosse or whatever it is, some big, fat buffalo head, four chins, (laughs) smoking a cigar, pretending to be a man. He can't. As As he pulls away, it says on the back window, I'm not kidding you, Union Strong. That fat piece of dung hasn't grabbed a wrench in 40 years. That's a business agent. I could spot him a mile I think, away. I think, I, think, I think people who own small businesses who got hurt, people who had restaurants that got hurt, especially in the counter counties, even some in Cook County, are very, extremely upset, but they don't want to stick their yeah, head didn't, out. Didn't you hear Joe Biden? The amount, the amount of propaganda that's being out oh, there. Oh, no, no. Joe Biden took care of that argument. I'll show you what I mean. He took care of that argument. Here it is. That wasn't paid for and racked up our deficit. I don't want to hear it from MAGA Republicans, officials who had hundreds of thousands of dollars of debts, even millions of dollars in pandemic relief loans forgiven. 
Here, now you almost sounded like a man. Now, now be careful because you might get your dentures slapped out of your face. You're talking to another man. But here's the other thing you forgot. Stupid, corrupt whore. Those businesses were generating what's called a velocity of money. You Democrat roaches don't know what that is. You're just waiting for somebody else to pay your rent. But through those business entities, and not just the employees they had, but the rents that they paid and the purchases that they made, that's what the velocity of money is. And a government can never have one. They can just have delivery services for a a program, for a spending bill. That's how you get a government that can bankrupt a free society. And that's what we have now. Candace, you'll be first if you could hang on. 312-642-5600. Marxists, socialists, and communists are not welcome on The Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. You know, my next, uh, the, the call I'm going to take, she used to come to the cigar store. She brought her two ferocious beasts. I can't get one of these Democrat rat scumbags to show up, and I'm dying for one of them. Candace, Mount Pleasant, Wisconsin. Hi, Sean. I'm making dinner and listening to you. Splendid. It's, it's what are you making? It's a uh, chicken cacciatore. Oh, sure. Um, Why not chicken Kiev? I hear it's getting bombed. Um, Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> okay, well, at 3 o'clock, I heard that uh, a canvasser, which is near and dear to my heart, because I started out in Illinois canvassing for the GOP in DuPage County. And this poor canvasser, I think he's like a 19-year-old kid, was canvassing for Marco Rubio and in Tallahassee in a probably a sketchy neighborhood, um, trying, trying to, you know, woo people over. And four people attacked him, animals attacked him, and they stick dogs on him and, I mean, beat him near to, you know, to almost... It's what happens died. when you speak against the welfare mafia. I'm not surprised yeah. at that. Well, you know what I think you should do? What I think I, I would do if I was Marco Rubio is I'd gather um, both Democrats and GOP and march in the neighborhood. That only or happens in Broward County now because it turns mm-hmm. out that, that um, DeSantis and Rubio have a really, for the first time in decades, flipped Miami-Dade. So you still have Broward full of welfare roaches, and you got an area up by Jacksonville that's welfare roaches. And you know what those neighborhoods are called? Places you avoid. Because everywhere the Democrats yeah. live is a ghetto. Stay out of it. Thank you very much, Candace. I appreciate the call. Good luck having dinner. Husband's a lucky fella. Theo, Chicago. Hey, thanks for uh, taking my call. I, we had a call a few weeks back about uh, it's just wonderful warming that you get in burning the Jane Byrne turn, burnt turnout and how long it's taken to do that. Today I drove by. First time in 17 years driving by that daily, there's like 30 guys working on it. Yeah. So they more they, money than the Hoover Dam. It costs when you inflationally yeah. adjust the money, more money and three times the length of time that it took to build the Hoover Dam, a fracking exit ramp. How you doing? That's La Cosa Nostra. 400 companies <laughs> wetting their beak yeah. in that scam. Well, you know, I'm just, you know, wondering how much of it's political for the election, whatever else. But I mean, there's graffiti all over the equipment, all over the, the walls, everywhere, because they obviously yeah. they, they haven't done a damn thing. Which on which which years. short in the pants Irish mafia companies got that Walsh or Pepper? Which one? Which yeah, one? I don't. I yeah. don't yeah. know. They're both on it. Don't worry about it. There's enough to go around. It's going to be a billion dollars for a ramp. Thank you, Theo. That's a you, you know what they call that in real in real estate. You know what they call the Jane Byrne exit ramp in real estate? A sell <laughs> signal. Thank you very much, Theo. <laughs> I appreciate it very much. Chuck Dullivan, you got forty five seconds. 
Hey, uh, I need some help. I hope Candace in uh, Mount Pleasant will vote for me. Hey, uh, here's a thing. I, somebody sent me this, and this is it's really concerning. It says, my name is Ryan. I'm a graduate student at New York University School for Journalism. Uh, week before election, me and eight of my friends are flying in. We want to interview you uh, around the, 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 the week of the election. Be careful. And uh, all, the work, all the workers on my job site said, stay away from them, guys. There's probably going to be a CIA hit. Uh, just f- freshen up on Operation Mockingbird. Thank you very much, Chuck. Ah, that's nothing to worry about. I'm sure they don't do that now. I'll be back after this. streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc. He's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government with a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other. He's Sean Thompson. And this is the Sean Thompson Show. The market rallies on anything that isn't a fundamental principle to me. It is because the market and those in it, those corporatists, those corporations know that after the election, there will be massive, massive government spending. No one is talking about the continuing resolution or the fact that this country has spent $9.4 trillion when you factor in state and local governments in conjunction with the federal government. That the more than 50% of the country exists on some form of welfare or another, and that's if you don't factor in Obamacare subsidies. So what does this look like for the future? I want to talk to people who spend all their time thinking about this. My next guest is one of those people. His name is E.J. Antoni of the Heritage Foundation. E.J., how are you? Sean, I'm hanging in. How are you doing? Good. When I hear um, business channels that I listen to, when I look at stock markets, when I look at... Uh, the way in which things should be happening and they're happening in the opposite direction, and you hear such phrases as melting up, that really is a rumor mill phrase for more government cheese is on its way. Because there's individual welfare and then there's corporate welfare. Both are very pervasive. No, it's exactly right. And one of the tragedies we've seen over the last two years is, and it's both parties, by the way, uh, being complicit in trillions, I kid you not, trillions of dollars in exactly that, in corporate welfare. And that just shows you how uh, shaky a footing the economy is on when every time one of these bills gets passed, the market rallies. And if it doesn't get passed, the market takes a downturn. You know, I'm of two minds on the excuse that's being used, the shield for the fascist frauds, the corrupt scum like Joe Biden and his administration. And this new argument of, well, you should shut up about the money to students if you took PP money, PPP money. And the reality is this was something, this is a predicament that Republicans put us in, to your point. Republicans are the one who said, well, if you're going to shut out the shut down the government, which you don't have the power to do and has never been done and should never be done in a free society, you got to bribe people. You got to you got to at least imitate the velocity of money. You got to let those small businesses pay their rent. You got to turn everyone into welfare roaches. And a lot of people did it. Very close family and friends of mine did it, mostly because their landlords demanded that they continue to pay rent. So now they have this virtue shield of PPP loanings and politicians that own businesses that took it. And I'm wondering, wasn't that really a diabolical bear trap 
to put out there for a society that pretends to be capitalist. You know, it, it certainly was, but I'm not sure that, that you can really draw a parallel between that and any kind of justification for these student loan bailouts. Why? Because, first of all, we're not in the pandemic anymore. And if you want proof of that, I mean, you can just look at the numbers and, and that's proof enough. But even if you're a Democrat ideologue, you can listen to your incoherent leader, Joe Biden, and he'll tell you that the pandemic is over because he's on camera saying that. So that's not an issue anymore. So what do we need the student loan uh, bailout for? If you look at, for example, the the unemployment rate of those with with college degrees, it's lower than almost any time in history. It's lower than before the pandemic. So that's not the issue. Yeah, but they if know it's a welfare offset. I mean, it's a welfare offset is all. I mean, it's a it's an inflation offset is all it is. Oh, no, absolutely. I'm all all I'm saying is that there's just no justification for it whatsoever. You literally have millions more college grads employed now than before the pandemic. I mean, they are literally the only demographic group whose wages have more than kept up with inflation. They are doing better than everybody else. And yet they're going to try to use the pandemic as an excuse to basically give them a handout, to give them a, a different kind of welfare. Just instead of corporate welfare, it's welfare for the educated. And the numbers are staggering when you compare them to the hardworking people who are working two and three jobs. Your middle class is dying, as we talk about. 50% of American workers make less than 3200 a month, and you factor in the cost of inflation, you factor in the cost of government uh, help with health care, you factor in what government really costs the common man, and you're seeing the reason classes, and I hate that, to think of us as classes, but the, the fact is we are when it comes to wealth, wealth classes are truly separating. And when you have this kind of division, this kind of valley in between, can you get it back until every one of these morons is out of office. Can you start to get it back if Republicans were to win the House and the Senate? Oh, Sean, that's a great question. You know, I mean, history has shown us that you can have Republican administrations that do great things, and you can even have the occasional Democrat administration that does great things. I mean, it was Bill Clinton who signed welfare reform, let's not forget. But unfortunately, I hate to say it, but every president since Ronald Reagan uh, has more or less let us down. You know, even even President Trump, who did a lot of really great things, by oh. the way, let us let us down on plenty of other issues. So it is not only, I think, a matter of electing certain people to office, but even once they're in there, holding them accountable and holding their feet to the fire to ensure they do what you sent them there to do. Is the character of the nation still there to be um, in Washington, D.C.? And what I mean by that is it's been about 40 years, if not more. We've adopted the philosophy of the Marxist. He has managed to philosophically subvert the principles of Americanism where you do have a large portion, more than half of the country, that wants to use the power of taxation to hurt their fellow citizens who are good at making money. And in essence, they are authorizing the government to steal individual wealth in the name of the collective. Philosophically, haven't you lost the principles when you adopt that philosophy? And when now we have politicians, an entire party is now running and led by admitted communists and socialists and Marxists. Oh, Sean, I, I think that really speaks to just how far the mighty have fallen. I mean, really, this country is in terrible shape, and that's one of the reasons why I think we probably only have a couple of election cycles left to turn this around before we get too close to the falls and our momentum is just going to take us over. I mean, you look at what's happened with the education establishment, for example. We have we have completely lost that. I mean, just lost it entirely. Look at all the garbage that's being taught in schools. They're not taught yeah. 
Kids are not taught about American exceptionalism. They're, they're taught how, how evil America is, the exact opposite of the truth. And I think we, we, need, to, we need to turn things around, not just in terms of our, our national politics, but we, you know, we need to be going to school boards. We need to be educating our fellows. We need to make sure we know what our kids are being taught in the classroom, for example. That's where this all begins. And if we're really going to get the rot out of our society, not just our politics, but society in general. It needs to begin at an early age. It needs to begin in the home and in school. You know, I also alluded before I, I came to your segment uh, to Operation Mockingbird, which was a uh, CIA operative that was put in to stoke support for numerous false wars around the world. But it was an interesting Example of propaganda. For decades, the CIA implemented um, powerful people in movie production and television production and in news outlets. And that's how they sold this fraud of our foreign policy system to the American people. And that's how they enriched. And it's a bipartisan problem. Haven't they also done that when it comes to the system of government down economy? And I'm going to give you an example of what I think is a ray of hope. Because this is what, in essence, we've been doing over these last 30 years is we've adopted the the European government down economy. And this happened in Europe. You're not going to hear it here anywhere but here. But I want you to listen to this. All the banks are broke. They're broke because we have a system called fractional reserve banking, which means that banks can lend money that they don't actually have. It's a criminal scandal. We have counterfeiting, sometimes called quantitative easing, but counterfeiting by any other name. The artificial printing of money, which if any ordinary person did, they'd go to prison for a very long time. And yet governments and central banks do it all the time. Central banks repress the amount of interest that rate, rates are, so we don't have the real cost of money. Us underneath all this, we talk loosely, in a rather cavalier fashion, do we not, about deposit guarantees. So when banks go broke through their own incompetence and chicanery, the taxpayer picks up the tab. Now, that was prior to uh, the, the woman stepping down the Conservative Party in, in Europe. This is part of her party that is advocating for financial stability and responsibility and a change of direction. And he's being rejected for what he's saying is obvious. That's the exact same problem we have here, is it not, EJ? No, a hundred percent. In fact, I'll, I'll go one step further and, and be a little incendiary, if you don't mind. Uh, I don't and, mind. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll go back to a, to a speech that Rudin Tutin Putin said not that long ago. And he talked about how in the Western world, what we have been doing is printing trillions upon trillions of dollars or, or pick whatever currency you want other than the U.S. dollar. And that that is what has caused inflation. And this whole idea that inflation somehow started with Putin and that it, it is all his fault is, is completely fictitious. It is a result of the government creating money out of nothing. Exactly uh, what, what we just heard in that clip you played. You know, the problem also lies. We have so many 435 Congress birthing people and non birthing people, morons, morons. And there's all but about 30 that are not complete and total idiots or crooks. Are we sending people that even understand the nuance of this conversation? Or are we going to be forever damned with the Laura, Lauren Underwoods of, of America, the uh, the AOCs, the uh, I forget the one in, in Detroit that put the glee in ugly. Uh, but do you see uh, any hope for for good people running? I don't hear 
a, a call for fiscal sanity like I did during the Tea Party. In fact, all I hear is we're better than them. Oh, wow. Uh, that's another really, really good question. I, I think one of the key problems is if you look at why would someone go into politics today? If you go, especially if you're on our side, right? If you go into politics, you know you are going to be maligned. You are going to be abused, at least verbally, if not physically. Uh, I mean, there there is a tremendous incentive if you have a skill set and you can be a successful businessman to stick to that and to not venture into the dirty world of politics. And so it, what you tend to get in the world of politics as a consequence of that is unfortunately not the best of the best, but very oftentimes the worst of the worst. People who couldn't, for example, they couldn't cut it in business. You know, it, yeah. in here in well, D.C., the cream rises to the top, but so does the scum. Yeah, and here's why I think so many people are demoralized. Nancy Pelosi should be in prison. She has front-run and insider traded to a fortune that people argue about. The Democrats say she's not that rich. She's only worth $190 million. The Republicans say factor in her assets. She's worth $500 million. I mean, this is kind of accepted now. There isn't a push to get the, the, the corruption out of government. You elected the most obvious corrupt political whore this country's ever produced, and he wears diapers on top of it. So hasn't there been an acceptance of the corruption and failure? Oh, no, there definitely is an, an acceptance of it, you know, especially when you look at, for example, how how these different politicians talk about, uh, oh, oh, you know, we need to legislate uh, all these businesses for insider trading and whatnot. Meanwhile, what are they doing? How are they making their money? Please explain to me how somebody with a salary of 200 grand a year after five or 10 years has a net worth that explodes from negative territory to 20 or 30 million dollars. Paul Pelosi just executed another multi multi million dollar option trade. Friday. I mean, there's no shame. It's ridiculous. There was a law passed that Barack Obama, another fraud, pretended that he was going to fix things. They passed the law and then they 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 neuter it. They cut out the, the, the points and they change it to reporting. So now all they're doing is telling us how they made money within 30 days. Why aren't Democrats offended at this? Well, I mean, in Paul Pelosi's defense, he's got a lot of legal bills to pay for from all his DUIs. <laughs> so let's let's cut him some slack. But, yeah. you know, that that being said, why aren't why aren't Democrats up in arms? You know what? I would add, why aren't Republicans up in arms? And it's probably because everybody's in on it. I think some people are just better at it than others. Isn't that the truth? Isn't that the truth? I mean, can you imagine how many professional traders? I just looked it up. He traded forty six point one million dollars in options. Come on, EJ. Somebody's got to go to prison here. Now, now look, look at who, look at who. Here's a, here's a great, I think, litmus test for what politicians are there to serve their country and which ones are there to serve themselves. Look at whose net worth goes up and by how much during their time in office, and look at whose net worth goes down. And off the top of my head, the only one I can think of whose net worth net worth went down was Donald Trump. Yeah. That's right. The guy who's the most corrupt, who took this, the top secret paperwork home. At a certain point, they feast on the ignorance of the willful slaves called their base. And that kind of talks about both parties. But this is why I love what you do over at Heritage. I think it's crucially important that uh, people understand Heritage is more than just a think tank. They publish what their opinions are. They let the public participate. And this is something that people need to turn their kids on to because the next generation can't tolerate it as this one seems like it's willing to. 
No, Sean, that, that's a hundred percent correct. And again, you know, it starts with things like educating in the home and educating in the classroom. And if you don't mind, I'll I'll give one quick shameless plug. I love it uh, for those for those, for example, uh, who are uh, uh, homeschooling families. Heritage actually has uh, a whole bank of resources available that people can get off the website. For example, entire curriculums that are pro-America, not pro-communist. You know, we we really do do our best to try to provide a lot of resources to keep this great American experiment going. I love it. And it's from us will come the answer. And there's always excitement because people who are independent capitalists will reject the corruption of government supremacy. It is us against the government supremacists. I appreciate you coming on, being a fighter. Thank you. Sean, thanks for having me, as always. EJ and Tony, and feel free to use Root and Toot and Putin. I give it to you for your charge, even though I copywrote it. 312-642-5600. 312-642-5600. I'll talk to you later. This is the Sean Thompson Show, where Democrats are always wrong, Republicans are seldom right, and politicians are never, ever to be trusted. On AM560, The Answer. It's right. All right. 312-642-5600. Right. You know, the real question I have to ask... Because I'm astonished that they even allow great places to turn into Democrat strongholds. I mean, our own city is the prime example of how in the hell did this happen and how bad does it have to get before you throw these rat bastard Democrats on their ass? How bad? How much lying does have does have to take place? Democrats are lowering your everyday costs like prescription drugs, health care premiums, energy bills and gas prices. You got to remember, he's by the he's by the union strong sign in front of the how you doing labor extortion mafia. Woo! You freaking morons will believe anything or you're just in on it. I mean, it's the real, real truth of it. And I'm wondering, is the failure bad enough? I want you to tell me where you think the Democrats will be thrown out. Like, for instance, I think Arizona, Arizona, the Democrats will definitely be thrown out because they have a politician running on the Republican side who is fantastic. Brilliant. Hi, Harry. Hi. Nice to see you. You don't have a mask on anymore. What's <laughs> going on? We're outside. Do you have a wow. minute to well, chat? we're six feet apart. <laughs> do you have a minute to chat? Um, I'll do an interview. Okay. As long as it airs on CNN Plus. Oh. Does that still exist? Yeah. I didn't think so because the people don't like what you guys are peddling, so, which is propaganda. Thank do you, you. Do you. The best. Carrie Lake is the best. Right in her beady little eyes. And then you look around the sewer of corruption, Chicago. Are they offended? At the Jane Byrne and other examples of corruption by Jiminy Cricket, also known as Lori Lightfoot, and her fat beanbag cohort, Pritzker? Or do they just want you to put your mask on? You gotta wonder, mindset of a slave or freedom? Craig, Mount Greenwood. Oh, hey, Sean, thanks for taking my call. Anytime, kid. Now, hey, I think I got the answer to my uh, question, or my uh, point here, so you well, gotta let you me... you answer your own questions, that defeats the whole purpose of a talk show, but... Well, right, well then I'm gonna be testing you out, I'm gonna test you a little bit here. All right, okay, go we got all these kind of like uh, really big, serious things going on in our world today, and stuff for our country, all kinds of challenges with regard to the economy, with regard to the taxes, with regard to everything, and what does this diaper, demented moron do? He's watching TikTok or something, he sees this 21-year-old boy that's watching wants a transgender to a girl, She's going to, he's going to transgender to a teenage girl. So what does he have a meeting where he calls this transgender boy to the White House to have a big old discussion with, the, with him and tell him, oh, um, God bless you or something like that. Oh, oh and everything like that. 
All right, what do you think his reason for bringing, bringing that little boy over to the White House like that? When all these things are going on, that was the most important thing to him. Why do you think he did it? Because he needs entire communities to ignore the failure and corruption that is his legacy. And and view him as someone who can bring them to the promised land of utopia that they have been promising everybody they've been shafting for a hundred years. Rinse and repeat the same scam. You have entire cultures that will vote for this corruption, even though their policies turn their neighborhoods into ghettos where it's normal. They have 51 people shot and it's just considered a weekend. That's all. Sean, because people will think like slaves. Sean. I'm sure you were right about all of that. But there's one more thing, and one the one biggie, and this is probably first on the thing. He's going to transition into a little teenage girl, and he's going to get his first licks in on a sniff on that hair. All right, That's it what it's all about. It could also yep. be because when you transi- transition into a woman, you can never be uglier than Dr. Awardy or Lori Lightfoot. You'll blend right in. 312-642-5600. You'd make a good woman, squirrel. squirrel. You're bearded. Blend right in. He's Sean Thompson. Hello, Mr. Thompson. And this is the Sean Thompson Show on AM 560, The Answer. Nice. You know what I love about when you, first of all, when you play this era, it reminds me of my youth growing up when people and Americans knew what right and wrong was. When what real was. You see, now no one knows what real is. Whether it's fellas dressed up like girls or girls dressed up like boys, there's another scam that's destroying the quality of your life. The eco-Nazi green energy movement. See, a big part of the inflation is the fact that this country is spending trillions in corruption called green energy eco-Nazism. And all of their so-called solutions not only are ironically rooted in ten times the carbon as good old black gold oil, natural gas, but it's driving up the costs massively to you, the ordinary American. And if you think it's bad now, They're just getting started. This is like Kamala Harris just accepting the lunch date. The real fun hasn't started yet. So we have to, the industrialized world has to not only clean up our act, but we've got to help these countries do what they need to do without further hurting the environment. We have to pay them, in my view. We have to compensate them for what they're doing. So now you're going to pay Xi Jinping, the communist leader. Outside of the the way in which you're already enriching him by having this diaper-wearing dimwit, this dementia patient, destroy the quality of business, the quality of life, and enriching Chinese corporations. You know, the way he was bribed to. Now you're going to pay third world hellholes to be green, when the fact of the matter is they're already green. They don't produce jack. And the ones that do, they don't want to use your petrodollar anymore. I want you to listen to this one more time. So we have to, the industrialized world has to not only clean up our act, but we've got to help these countries do what they need to do without further hurting the environment. And we have to pay them, in my view. We have to compensate them for what they're doing. In your view, in your view, your view, you're demented. We're being banged up by the Republicans, but come bring it on. I want to tell my Republican friends, get ready, pal. You're going to enter a problem. The Coast Guard is, quote, the hard nucleus around the Navy forms in times of war. What? Congress eggs, Hawking claw sauce. Rock and I think it's a right 
for people that bad in health care. You know how much I'm going to do with the deficit this year? I was going to foot him, uh, foot, excuse me, the foothills of the Himalayas. True international suffered pressure. Here's what drives the driver uh, in the states that are affected. Here's what the, you can do. The dri- in your view, in my view, you should be in a straitjacket playing with Martini. You like to play the cards, huh, Martini? This is one flew over the cuckoo's nest with this stupid son of a gun. Not to mention, he's, he sounds like Latka from Taxi when he talks. But the truth is, there's a lot more Republicans out there taking credit for the new bridges and those bones that are collapsing. The best what? Way- what did he say? You fracking morons. You fracking morons. Trucker Dave. Sean, how you doing? Aggravated. Um, just wanted to talk about, yeah, me as well, uh, not about fuel. Uh, I called in a while ago, and you want to talk about not getting started yet or the skullduggery. So the AB5 law that was introduced in California this will go great. nationwide. Nationwide. Why don't you Secretary tell the, the Labor, listeners who, who, who are stuck in the sewer of corruption known as Illinois just exactly what the AB5 rule is? AB5 prohibits anybody uh, from being a lease operator or being a 1099 contractor for any company. They will not allow you in the ports. Within one year, you will need an electric truck to go into any port in California. It's introduced nationwide. And see how it's not just the trucking community, because you're going to lose a lot of truckers. We really enjoy, as a lease operator, the freedom to choose where we want to go with our equipment. Yeah, but the La Cosa Nostra... The labor extortion mafia filled with those cellulite fat ass business agents. They don't like that you are free like this. They want to knuckle you under and they want a piece of your action. And they have their bad man doing what they have to do. So this will now go nationwide and you will be squeezed out of a profession that you've been in for how many years? Uh, For me, about 10 years. But it's also a way that they have found to close that loophole to pay for all the spending. We will now be forced to participate in Social Security, Medicaid, and all the other taxes. Well, that's the only way they could run these scams. Yeah, they could only run these scams with force. There's not an American that would participate in this corruption. Willingly. You have to be forced. And that's why they put in this short-in-the-pants Irish gangster. And for those of you that don't mean what short-in-the-pants means, look at it, some of those Irish girls look on their face. That's what it means. Go ahead. So when I, you know, I preface it's happening to the truckers. But if you're a 1099 contractor in any field, any field of occupation where, you know, you just simply are, it's going to be happening to you. Trucker, Dave. They are attempting to squeeze you out. I also heard it through a little bird. 40% of ship traffic is already being diverted to the East Coast because of uh, the extortion mafia control of Long Beach. Is that true? It is entirely true. I was just at the port of Long Beach on Friday. It is so backed up. It is unbelievable. Well, perhaps, there are shipping containers for miles. Well, perhaps if we could get the transportation secretary to stop playing naked twister, we could get him to focus on what he's supposed to do. What do you think about that? I would like it. Yeah. I would really like it. But, you know, and I, I pray for everybody because it will affect all the consumers, anybody in a private 1099 basis. Uh, and, you know, I know we're not really liked out on the roads, and I get it. There I are like good you. ones, and there's a lot of bad bad commercial drivers. I like it. But, uh, and, I, you know, we lo- I love you, Sean, and yeah, we appreciate you, the love that we do get. Yeah. But people will... Uh, 
it's just a, another skullduggery. It hasn't even started yet. Yeah. The electric trucks, you take away your ability to have a business. I have a business with the 1099. Sure. That will be gone. And here's the other thing. The electric so, trucks don't work. It's all a scam. There's no such thing. And if when they do work, they'll suck. You won't be able to use them anyway. Like California, they can't even get to the damn border. They need two of them to get one load to the border. It's ridiculous. Trucker Dave, stay God strong. Bless, Sean. And if you see a handsome devil in a little blue cabrio following you close, don't blow the horn. Chris Barrington. Sean, you're awesome. Thanks for the show. Thank you, brother. We really need it. I appreciate that, brother. Thank you. So, uh, talking about scams, okay, uh, you got these communist uh, climate pirates. <laughs> every election, every election, okay, even, well, especially now, you're getting about two tons of print mail that goes right into the frickin' landfill. Yeah. That stuff is all made with petroleum products, mm-hmm. not to mention whatever kind of money laundering scams they well, got yeah, going on. Well, yeah, the guy who owned the, the landfill drove Blagojevich to college class where he pretended to be a lawyer. Remember that scam with right. the Democrats short in the pants Irish mafia in the landfill? That's a good one that keeps uh, yeah, on yeah, giving. Yeah. yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but exactly. It's, it's you know what? Yeah. Give, give, give the government more money so we can, uh, you know, make everything green. And, you know, in, in the meantime, here's 10 tons of freaking mail you got to throw out. Chris in Barrington, I'm going to tell you what I tell everybody. Because when you're in Barrington, when you're in Hinsdale, when you're in Oak Brook, when you're paying these ridiculous taxes, which have nothing to do with your real estate, but are a corruption fee. I'm going to tell you what I what I tell everybody. Get the hell out. And this last this next election, if Bailey doesn't win, you're crazy if you stay. I know Barrington's beautiful. I used to be a member of Stonehenge, the cheapest, most inexpensive, best golf course <laughs> that you could be a member at. But I'm going to tell you right now, you're paying for the corruption that they're laughing at you. Thank you very much. 312-642-5600. It's time we laugh at these fat slobs. He believes in freedom, capitalism, and individual liberty. And because of that, he's become an enemy of the state. He's Sean Thompson, and this is The Sean Thompson Show on AM 560, The Answer. Best show. I had a thing for that Mary Lou Penner, who is from Chicago. And do you know she has one of those photographic memory squirrels? Did you ever hear that? There was an old radio show she was on, and I had met her, and I called up and described the meeting. Do you know she remembered? Mary Lou Hunter. Stunning. Stunning redhead. James Schomburg. Hey, buddy. I uh, was thinking about this, brother. You were talking about how many people can get uh, killed. How many How many lives does it take? And I guess it's, it's kind of a bad news, good news thing. The bad news is there's no amount of death that leftist uh, socialist scumbags will, will stop at. Thousands of millions of people died under Soviet rule. And even when they were being tortured in the gulags, they would say, if Uncle Joe, if Stalin, if Comrade Stalin actually knew what they were doing to me, he'd stop it. They actually believed it. Yeah, they loved their abuser. That's the mindset of somebody who turns to their abuser for help. Exactly. Now, what, what stopped it, though? So they never stopped it internally. What it took was the freedom of the United States standing up to it and winning the Cold War. Now, the good news, the parallel that I see, is it takes the red states in the United States to stand up, to be the United yeah. States during the Cold War against the blue states. I love That's that. the good news. The way and, then, and, and to make the argument, there does not need to be violence. 
Listen, you guys don't no. like our our way of thinking. We certainly don't like yours. You say you can exist. You say you're you're bringing down costs. You don't need us. So let us go. Let my people go. Simple. We'll start with a couple. We'll start with Texas and we'll start with Florida. You say we can't exist without you. I say you can't exist without me. Let's see who's better. Let's see how it works. Why does there have to be an argument? Because the reality is what they don't want people to think about. We've never been the United States. We're the extorted states. And we killed a million Americans to prove it. It's called the first civil war. You don't really believe that that nonsense that it was about slavery. It certainly wasn't. Thank you very much, James. I appreciate the call. Let my people go! Exactly. I love that. Let my people go. And you know, how many people will it take? How many people will it take? It's interesting. It doesn't matter. Lori Lightfoot told you how, how, how statistics are better. 51 shot in a weekend in October. Less. I mean, excuse me, more than Ukraine. Far more. That doesn't matter. You'll still consider Democrats. My favorite are the ones with the love handles on their head. Oh, they're my favorite. Not just Pritzker. Stacey Abrams. Yeah, Ms. Abrams, in 2018, you didn't concede defeat to Governor Kemp. And you talked to systemic problems with the state's election system. This election, do you commit to accept the outcome of the vote, regardless of what it shows? And do you stand by your use of words like rigged four years ago to describe the state's election system? In 2018, I began my speech on November 16th, acknowledging that Governor Kemp had won the election. I do have one very affirmative statement to make. We won. But I didn't lose. I got the votes. But we won't know exactly how many because of how they cheated. I did win my election. I just didn't get to have the job. We were robbed of an election. And so in response to what See, I... See, this is why. You're going to reason with this liar? This slob of a person? This disgrace of a human being? Are you going to reason with her? This is what it's like to talk to a Democrat. They're liars. They will cheat. And they will steal. Joe Robinette Biden is the example of that. They'll tell you how good they are in the midst of their corruption and failure. They're Democrats, and the only happy way to live is away from them. Sadly, we will decide, will Illinois make a decision? Will America make a decision? Will it be the USA or the USSA? Let's see if these Democrat roaches stay in power. It's almost exciting. Good news is you can always move to a red state for now. I'll be back in 21. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.